Welcome to the Tooth or Dare podcast with Irene and Katrina. The only dental podcast to bring you a Canadian RDH and an American RDH. These ladies bring you mic-dropping interviews with your favorite social media peeps and epic people doing amazing things in dentistry. Now let's put our over-gloves together for Tooth Life Irene and Katrina the Wine Genist. Welcome back to another episode of the Tooth or Dare podcast with Irene and Katrina. What's up, girlfriend? Hey, girl. Hey, how are you today? I'm good. I'm living my best life. Are you really? I love that. Isn't that all that you just want that for me? Literally all I ever want in this lifetime, Irene. Why are you so tanned? What's with I'm, your skin? You're glowing. You've got a tan. You've got some beach waves going. I don't have a tan. I don't know why I look like this um, at all. Um, I did have a kale salad yesterday. Maybe that's why. Maybe my body's like, yay, nutrition. And it just enjoys <laughs> that. I don't know. Oh, my goodness. Can we? You know can I, I mean? ask you a question? Am I the only person in the world? I'm asking all of you individuals listening to this right now. Am I the only one that has had this like weird burning eye syndrome. Okay, I thought you were going to say another part of your body was burning, and I was like, girl, you need to get that looked at. No other part of my... Like, right now... No, your eye. I know, yeah. I'm just standing here, and my eyes are burning and watering. Get this. This happened to me. I I was in surgery. My patient was awake... And I'm talking like I and need, literally... I need a tissue right now. Literally, my I know, eyes are watering I know. So You're schwitzing, girl. See. You're schwitzing. I literally was in the middle of surgery and I had that happen to my Lisa left eye Lopez. And I was like, okay, this is like too much. And it was to the point where like it literally I had like tears like dripping down my face and my mascara was running. And the, my patient was like, are you okay? And I'm like, yeah, yeah. But like I uh, couldn't stop the I, crying. I feel like I'm going to have to have this entire podcast episode with my eyes closed. Because as soon as I open my eyes, there's just like this crazy burning. And it only happens after I've worked all day. Yeah. Look, there's like you people can't I see know this, you look you your eyes are like red Irene they're so red so I oh carry my gosh look at no look at your hubby give me the <gasps> yes me we love Chris that for you yeah. yes he's so supportive he is Aww. it's great but I don't that understand what it is so I really end up like sweet. drowning myself with uh, I ha- I don't have no makeup on today because this happened this morning before I left the house you need to do like eye drops that are the like, drop- viscous kind no not just the drops but like the ones that are like gel I you know really want to know if like there's thick. anyone else that's experiencing this right now I am I have a you are feeling, yes it's 100 feeling it's like mask induced yes because for sure. okay let me let me tell you my 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 philosophy and my philosophy is that my philosophy your philosophy my philosophy mm-hmm. um is that when we wear it in 95 our breath uh-huh. is all contained right yeah um but when we wear like a loose fitting mask, and I say loose like loosely because our f- masks aren't super loose, but when you wear like a level one, two, or three that doesn't fit your face perfectly, yeah. I feel like your breath comes up and through to your eyeballs. Yeah, it does. I mean, people say that. Like, I, I mean, your your loopies like can fog up and things like yeah. that. Like, a lot of people have had challenges with that. Yeah, that's, I think another layer to that, honestly. Um, I just did a program for water pick on mask mouth and we kind of talked about some of the challenges around what mask mouth mask mouth. Yes. 
What is that? Have you heard of mask mouth? It's this no. like new condition that has basically um, it it refers to the conditions associated with the general public wearing face coverings. And so, first of all, they're not they're wearing a mask so they're dried out. They're breathing through their mouth more than they are through right. their nose. We know when you breathe in through your nose, you bring in nitric oxide and right. the nose helps to filter out, blah, blah, blah. You know what I mean? So it's like breathing through the mouth is a challenge. Then it dries the mouth out. So then you've got like dry right. mouth challenges, xerostomia, blah, 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 the whole thing, right? But even more than that, when you're wearing a mask all day, you're not taking sips of water throughout the day. Dehydration is a major challenge. Um, you know, people are not, you know, don't have time to use the restroom. We didn't as it was as a hygienist. Like, I mean, how many right. of us like seriously, you know, I mean, your stomach's like growling in the patient's ear and you're like, sorry, they're like whale mating calls in your ear. Like, you're fine. So, I mean, <laughs> before we were already like bad about it, but now we're really bad to the point where we're just freaking parched and it's it's hard. Um, I also have to acknowledge, Irene, you're a speaker, so you're probably in the same boat. Like am when I, I, do I mean, a, am I still a speaker? I don't you know. Are am, I, am I, am I <laughs> yeah, still a speaker? A speaker? I don't know. I am love I? you. Um, But as a speaker, if you're doing a three-hour program, I don't drink that much water during the three-hour program because my – like, I don't want to be 20 minutes into my program and all of a sudden I'm like, oh, my God, like, my bladder's going to explode, right? I don't think I could pee during a program if I I chugged a liter. And that's the thing, too. I think the nerves, but then the moment the program's done, it's like, I got to go. I don't have – I don't have that problem, but I do have the problem where even if we take a break – the participants come up to me like apparently everybody else is allowed to go tinkle, but not me. Um, right. I also got get nervous because one time I went to the restroom and I didn't turn off my body mic. My mic. Yeah. <gasps> yeah. It was just number one. Don't worry. But I was still kind of nerve. You know what I mean? Yeah. I do. Yeah. I totally do. So I feel like that that uh, my eyeballs yeah. are are are, yeah. are taking a beating. And also I'm doing this weird jaw thing. Mm-hmm. I'm like, I'm that's another part of it. I'm constantly like protruding my mandible. Yeah. Yep. And you protrude your mandible and the N95 applies pressure right to the like anterior auricular. Right. So it causes displacement of the TMJ. I feel like I'm doing that all the time. Yeah. Like yeah. I feel like I walk around looking like Lou, yeah. the dental like dog a bulldog, with his class yeah. three. Yeah. yeah. I feel like that's that's my face is just a hot mess right now. It's a cute look um, for you, though. Like, you look adorable. Yeah, crying looks good on me. Yeah, and yeah, yes. <laughs> Severe emotional Completely trauma mortified looks, looks good on me. Yeah. Oh, my God. It's so uh, you funny. look great, Irene. So I see, I see you got your chair. You and I have, I, have matching, have matching oh chairs gosh, now. Yes, I love yes. my chair. And get this about my chair. So you see I also have in the background, I, I have my old chair. A spare chair. So... Baxter, yeah, thinks that that's his chair. So now, oh. like, when I'm doing programs or whatever, like, he just he just chills up there, and yeah, he just hangs out in his his. Well, that's chair. better than than better than him, like sitting by the window and just barking at the Amazon dudes. Thank you. I know. I know. It's definitely a, a step up um, in my in my home for him to not be doing that because he he does. Yeah, it's been. A, and the problem with him doing that when he perches up at the couch is that every time he barks, he lets out like a little tiny dog toot. Oh, which is like adorable. The first like seven times he does it. And after that, I'm like, OK, I'm over this because you're you're gassing me out here. So it's good. It's good. I love my chair. I feel Good. like Irene and in you my didn't chair. even you didn't even have to wait that long for I it. I know, I know, I know. I thought um, I thought it was going to be like a, a forever thing for you. Me too, me too. It feels good on my jazzercise butt. I like that. Good. 
feels yeah, good. Yeah, it's cute. I like it. It looks That's good nice. on you. That chair looks good on you. Um, Thanks. So what's going on that. in your world? Okay, so I, I'm super stoked. Are you ready for this? Uh-huh. I, I am... Yeah, get ready to rumble. Let's go. So, ready to rumble. <laughs> so in the I, red corner, Katrina, the Pino G. Yes. Um, so get this. I am flying out to the Dance by Serona HQ. Stop. On Wednesday. I'm not even talking to you. I know. I know. I'm so sad that my Irene Irene isn't going to be there. And get this. So they're like, okay. So I, the, the, they're doing a train the trainer thing. It starts on Thursday. It goes Thursday, Friday. And so I'm arriving on like Wednesday mid-afternoon. And so I was like, oh, I'm going to do like an email out to everybody who's like attending this. And I'm just going to say like, does anybody want to hang out with me and like get like cocktails that night? So I, I sent this message and then um, Allison Zora, like, don't we love Allison? She's like amazing. And yes. so she's like, hey, um, actually, we're going to put together like a like heavy hors d'oeuvres and cocktail hour at DS headquarters on that Wednesday night. So anybody who arrives, like, please come. But here's the caveat. Are you ready? So no. she's like, we're so excited. Everybody come and have cocktails, blah, blah, blah. OK. And then she's like, and the theme of the hors d'oeuvre happy hour is stretchy pants. Like, I, she's like, I want to be clear that, like, we're wearing stretchy pants. So this is my nightmare. I mean, I have, you know, a few. My number one you nightmare. You wear those leather ones that you wear. Well, thank you. But I don't think that's what they mean by stretchy pants. I think they what mean, they like, mean Lululemon. Pants? You know what I mean? Like, But Lululemons can be dressed up. That's what I'm saying. Okay, so I was like, well, I'm going to wear, like, cute Lululemons with, like, I don't know, cute, like, hot pink heels and, like, whatever. You know what I mean? Like, make it cute. Yeah. But then this is the part of me that I'm like, I, I don't know. What if I'm the only person who, like, shows in up in, like, effing yoga pants? No. What if what if everyone else is like, okay, that's cute, that's the thing, but, like, I'm actually going to wear, like, a cute, like, dress? You know what I mean? What and then I show like, up and, like. What if you wear, like, jeggings? I would have to order those on Amazon Prime. Because I don't, you don't own. Ha- you don't. They're not like. I don't own jeggings. They're just like stretchy jeans. Yeah, I don't Do you own not have, those. No. That's because you're skinny. That's why. No, that's not true. That's not. <laughs> no. <laughs> but so I'm. I'm so nervous about that. Stay tuned because um, I'm going to post it on my Insta story. I am Insta so story. sad. So, so stay tuned. I, I, I was also invited to the DS headquarters yeah, and you were. sadly I we can't go. Well, because I, I would have to quarantine for two weeks yeah. after I came home. Among other things, I mean, we have, like, record-breaking COVID cases in the city of Toronto. We, like, hit 700 cases or something today, which Mm. is in par, if not surpassing, some of the cases from April to March. So it's, like, it's getting cray. It is. It is getting cray. I thought we were done. I No, we're not. We're not. And now the CDC is talking about a twindemic which is a fun term to describe the combination of we're currently in a global pandemic and then cold and flu season is coming along. Right. So that adds another layer. But I'm also really excited because how, I'm going to be... How difficult will that be to differentially diagnose for 100 percent it's, it's like do you have yeah. covid or do you have the cold and flu it's like answer these questions oh wait but all of the questions are basically the same answers because they mimic a lot of the same symptoms 
totes. But either, either, or. This is like, this is where I, I kind of step in. Or. Either, either, or. Tomato, tomato. Um, Merlot, merlot. I feel as though that has been a challenge in dentistry for a long time. Like, how many times does a patient call right. in, right? Let's say pre-COVID. Patient calls in. They're like, oh, I'm, my name is Susan. I'm supposed to come and see Irene at 10 a.m., but I don't, I don't really feel very well. Like, I would like to cancel. And how right. many times did our front office feel like it was their responsibility to convince that oh, no, patient? Oh, no, it's okay. Come on to, in. To totally come in, right? We wear so, a mask. Ha, 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 ha. We wear a mask. We'll just, we'll, uh, yeah, you come in and like, whatever, and interact with me for four seconds, and then you go and hang out in the back with a like hygienist who's going to generate your cells. anymore. Thank like you. That's, that's not going to happen anymore. But that's what I mean is that at, it, at what I it's hope. done is it's created. And and, on, and the same take, token, like how many of us have shoved cotton rolls up our nose and oh, worked through 100%. the day because we're warriors and we're strong and we don't, you know, whatever. But uh, really? Like that's right. not, that's not yeah. how we should be doing things. So I totally, totally agree. But I also think it's going to create this um, change or this shift in dentistry where it's like, no, we, sh- we shouldn't be seeing sick patients regardless of what they do or do not have. But I do think that we're going to see more testing from that because people are going to be demonstrating more some of those concerned. signs and symptoms and then going in and getting, um, you know, uh, assaulted in their oropharyngeal region by a dry cotton swab, um, oh, okay, which so- if anybody who's had the PCR has had that done, <sighs> they know exactly what I'm talking about. Yikes. Yeah. This is all scary. I'm so, yeah, I'm still, I'm still sitting on the, on the fence of being sad about not being able to come to DS. I know. I, I, I wonder, too. can you just like FaceTime me in for something? I will 110% like, FaceTime you in for whatever you friends, want, Irene. All of our friends are going to mm-hmm. be there, mm-hmm. which makes me sad. I know. I'm sad too. We could have. And I'm the only Canadian in the crew. I know. I know. We just, we would have had such a good time and it would have been great. We could have worn like our stretchy pants together and it would have been awesome. I but I will say also, I'm very excited because after I'm speaking or after I'm hanging out with Dance by Serona in Charlotte, I'm flying back to Arizona, but I'm making a pit stop in northern Wisconsin. I'm going to go visit dad for a few days, oh, which I'm so excited dad about. a lot more than you normally do. And I love it. Yeah. Yeah. Thank you. Great. Me too. I, you know, if I could go back in time, I was, I said this to my dad the other day, if I could go back in time, like to the beginning of this pandemic, when everything was happening, I would have just, just hung out there. I would just put my dogs in my car and driven up to Wisconsin and stayed up there for like a couple of months. Like what, you know what I mean? It wasn't matter. Right. Like we were right. all shelter in place anyways. So I, you know, looking back, it's like hindsight's 2020. However, the major reason why I'm flying back is because it, um, on Saturday, it will be the second, uh, anniversary, anniversary. of my mom's passing. Um, are you guys so- going to do your race or did you already do your race? So we or did do our race. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we did our race. Um, we were one of the top fundraising yeah. teams, so we were very excited about that. Um, and it'll it'll just it'll be nice. Last year, ironically, on the one year anniversary of her passing, that was the day that I was speaking at Dance by Serona World. So I that had to decide, like, do I fly home to be with dad or do I go to Vegas and get you know blackout drunk at DS World? And so I did did the latter of the two. Yeah. Um, but this year I've decided to to be there with dad, which I'm I'm really excited about, and um, nice. just to be able to spend some time with my papa. So he's uh, he's great. Well, Love that's him. That's nice. I like it. While while you're hanging out with all of our cool friends in Charlotte at the Dentist Rona headquarters, I'll, I'll be over here in Toronto doing yoga with goats. I love goat yoga. I'm obsessed. That's so <laughs> I've amazing. never. I have a never done goat yoga, and B I've never met a goat. I've like never in what? real life shook hands with a goat. No, 
So um, I, I'm, I'm going to meet a goat while doing yoga. And I have no idea how I'm going to focus to actually do goat yoga. Because I feel like I'm just going to like try and assault them all with hugs. Because they're really yeah. cute. And they're like itty bitty goats. They're not they're like, like the, they're the little ones, right? Not the big. Yeah. The they're big like ones the little tiny yeah. bouncy ones. Oh, no. And when they go, it's so cute. I know. I'm just going to like, I, mean. I think, I feel like I'm going to grab it, their faces and just yeah, smush just, them. Just give them little smushies. You know what you should do is yeah. put like some liver treats in your pocket or something so that they come over and hang out with you and not hang do out with anybody else. Do you think they would do that? I, I, I mean, I, goats like kind of eat anything. So, don't, I mean. Don't joke because I'm going to stuff my pants. I'm, I'm just I think stuff, you should. I'm going to walk in there with a diaper full <laughs> with of a diaper full of <laughs> liver treats. <laughs> downward dog and there's gonna be goats up my butt (laughs) yeah so that so so that's what i'm doing on sunday to distract myself from the sadness of not being able to go to dance by serena but i am you i know thank you i'm but i'm excited that uh i'll be recording my dance by serena um virtual lecture pretty soon so will you did you sign up for yours mine's on like october the third i think uh, my I record mine tomorrow. Um, I'm oh, still okay, writing great. it. <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah. So there's well, that. I, it, 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 Katrina's good on the fly. I need, I require I some prep work, but Katrina's good on the fly. So uh, yes, yeah, so I'm super pumped for that. Um, by the way, peeps, if you haven't registered for Dense by Serona World, you need to it. register. Um, it runs between November 13th to the 20th. And of course it's like the ultimate dental meeting. It's virtual. So link in the bio, um, and the show notes for you guys to register. Densplacerona.com. You can get all the info there. Lineup's insane. They haven't released any more info on, um, who the speaker, like who the guest speakers, if they have any guest speakers, but I'm sure it'll be good. You know, this is the thing that I really love about them going virtual this year is that for people who have never been to DS World, you get an app. I mean, this is an appetizer. The reality is actually being there and, you know, being able to be a part of all of like the breakouts and all of the like amazing. I mean, they go like all out for DS World. Um, But this year what they're doing is they're really for, you know, for people that aren't able to travel and this and that, like you can actually see it and and learn from the experts that they have there. They put together a killer lineup. And I'm not just saying that because two of your favorite podcasters happen to be in the lineup. (laughs) But also, I mean, they really they want this to be just like very rich and dense in content that helps the dental professional like really rocket when they get back to the opportunity on Monday morning so I seriously if, if you've never been to DS world and you're wondering what it's like this is your chance to to really get a nice flavor for it and then of course yeah next year join Irene and I in Vegas when it actually happens yeah I'm yeah. I'm kind of interested they've got like a series of different modules so there's mm-hmm. like at 7 a.m mm-hmm. there's like a health and wellness thing and some activities and then at nine, yeah. all of the like on-demand sessions are available. So I think that's when our sessions will be available, starting mm-hmm. at nine a.m. on November the thirteenth. Mm-hmm. Um, but then between one and six, they have this like afternoon breakout session thing, mm-hmm. and I don't know much about it, but I'm I'm envisioning that like they're going to put us in little groups, or you go enter certain rooms on certain mm-hmm. topics and talk about certain things. Mm-hmm. I'm kind of interested in that. And then at one o'clock, they've got like this Patterson Unlimited Education Program. Um, mm-hmm. And I think it's linked with Henry Shine as well. And then they've got a, a mentor breakout session between 1 and 6 p.m. as well. So I think there's going to be some, some cool elements of education that are 
unlike your you know standard oh my gosh it's like it's to, it's to next to level a room. Yeah. yeah i think it'd be cool so it's next level register yeah. peeps register do it join us at ds world we do can't it. wait to be see cool. you it's gonna be, be cool. amazing do it <laughs> i've like scheduled off most of my day of work that day there's like no patients being seen that day just so that That's i can good. take it all in um yeah. this episode we're, what is it? I wonder what out loud. What is it? Tell me. I, I want to know. We're 20 Tell minutes I need in to and Katrina answer. doesn't know what this episode I is. I never know. It's it's the best surprise ever. Is it the best surprise? What what would surprise you more than actually knowing what the episode is? I do this on purpose, peeps. Don't think that this is like <laughs> us not being organized because we have spreadsheets and logistics and approved yeah. messaging and all that fun stuff. So this is not like... This is not these like these girls, girls are like don't have mess. their no. SHIT together. <laughs> no. We do. We, we have it We do. Together. I just, I think this is just now our thing. So. It's fun. Um, yeah. If you were to guess who, who do you think this episode is that we've already recorded? I'll give you a hint. It's, okay. Give me a hinty. This person, she's female. It's a person. Okay. It's and person. it's a female. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, and, um, the main topic we ta- the discussed is four letters in the word discuss. What does that oh. even mean? Oh, D I S C, like diosk. Yes. Diosk. Um, oh, is it Corey? Is it Corey? It's Corey. Yes. yes. Corey Jameson. Yes. Um, oh my gosh, this was such a fun episode. So so fun. I loved this because I she she was awesome. Yes, she was awesome. And you loved this. I loved this because she was awesome. No, but because the content was awesome. Hey, Poochie just sat up on. on I the know chair over this there. is my olive girl, isn't she gorgeous? Oh my goodness, she's so perfect. Funny. I love my angel. <laughs> okay, so, <laughs> so Corey um, shares her journey as a dental hygienist. So she's a dental mm-hmm. hygienist who always felt like a bit different and wanted to expand outside of hygiene. And she talked about like her why. Um, and then she talked about personality typing and matchmaking and emotional intelligence. And I think she started working for a matchmaking company. Is that how it all worked out? Or I don't know, but do you know what she, she did? I think in the episode, she actually offered to like help. She analyze. offered to help. Yep. Some of the yahoos that I'm connecting with on online dating. So yes, she did. <laughs> Careful what so, you wish for, Corey. <laughs> Corey, Corey has a consulting company, and mm-hmm. we kind of connected with her because we we I guess we all see challenges in private practice with lots of mm-hmm. different powerful women and men working together with opinions and credentials. And hey, I'm gonna cough it out. Egos a little bit. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. So she talked about how to identify how people work within your practice and after this episode which we recorded not a little while ago I went back into my office and I did that same thing I looked at the individual people that work in my practice and I was like mind blown of how I didn't see this stuff from the beginning you you tell them you tell them I know um, my dogs are <laughs> my dogs are so like passionate. yes personality yeah. typing they're so excited yeah. about it no I totally and some agree. people are like oh whatever it's just like a gimmick or but it's not like I let me mm-hmm. tell you about Katie so Katie my assistant um 
I'm like a bubbly person. I come into the office. I say good morning to everyone. How are you? How's your day? Tell me about your weekend. Like, tell me about everything. I just want to know. And Katie is not like that at all. She comes in. She changes. She she has her list. She does her, like, checklist of how she opens up the rooms and she opens up the sterilization bay and, like, she does things in an order. And she might not say hello to everyone, but that's not because she doesn't love us. It's because that's Darby. just her personality. So I found it really interesting when, you know, we had this call with Corey and I thought, like, maybe I'm doing something wrong as an employer. I need to engage with her more. I need to, like, mm-hmm. talk to her more. And I didn't realize that by doing that, I was actually giving her more anxiety because our energy levels are, like, uber different so that's what we talk a lot of the different things that we talked about with Corey. so i don't want to give too many spoiler alerts but i found it to be super fascinating it's one of those things where you know when people do a personality typing whether it is like disc enneagram myers-briggs like whatever it is you always you after you go through it and then you read what your profile is and you're like wow then you want to like go home to your significant other or if you don't have a significant other like me you like call your midwest dad and you're like dad you should take that <laughs> you know <laughs> and but you know and because you want to know um you know about how how all these different personalities come together and um and Corey's so great because i think now more than ever everybody's backs are against the wall in dentistry right now. We're stressed out. Okay, I'm excited for this episode. We're going to listen to Corey tell us all about all of the things that we probably are all doing and don't even realize we're doing because I was like, whenever this episode was, August 17th. I was August 17, too many 20 years old when I realized that I don't need to say hello to everyone to make them love me. So here is the episode. We will catch you on the flip side. On the flippity flip. (laughs) Flay up. <laughs> on the flay up. That's terrific. <laughs> yeah. So okay. I, you, you hooked this interview up with Corey, yeah. who is on the line. Corey, Call yes. Me on the line, you can turn it anytime. Turn it, turn. Do you, does anyone remember that song? Am I dating myself? You one hundred percent are, but that's Corey? okay. Hello, girl. How are you? <laughs> how How was your day today? Your last name is Jameson. Jameson Keel. Yep. Jameson Keel. Hello, Corey Jameson Keel. Corinne, but we call you Corey because we're friends. Yes, that's yeah, we're friends. That's right. Yeah. Absolutely. How are you? What's going on in your world? Hey, it's Friday. I'm happy. It's been a great summer. We have amazing weather. I love it hot. And I live in the Midwest. So when we have these, you know, beautiful summer days, we're like, yeah, rock it yeah. out. So, yeah, no, things are going good. I'm excited to talk to you guys today. She's and, already analyzing uh, us. She's I, you know she what? is. Yeah, she's like. Ugh. I did some work on yo. Yeah. Oh no. <laughs> no. Oh no. <laughs> wait, wait, hold on, hold on. So, whereabouts in the Midwest? Are you in Wisconsin? Yeah. Yes. I am. Yeah. Okay. Milwaukee area. And whereabouts in Milwaukee are you? Oh, Heartland. Okay, so I grew up in Greendale. Oh, that's fabulous. Yes, I'm a Greendale awesome. Panther. Greendale Panther. Um, yeah, so I, I, I'm from the 414. Yeah, I'm in the uh, T6 too. What's yeah. the 414? Is that your postal code, your zip code, your, your phone number? In different area codes, area. Remember that song? <laughs> yeah. No? Okay, that's good. Um, so awesome. So so you're in the Wisconsin. So yeah, you've got some gorgeous weather there right now. Now's the time to be in Wisconsin, Summerfest and like all the beautiful... I mean, probably canceled this year, I'd imagine. Right. Yeah. Summerfest is canceled. But as you obviously are aware, the lake life has not yeah. been canceled. So oh. we are enjoying the lake life and oh. on the water and being outside and 
you know, is that why you're so like, tanned? Yeah, yeah she looks she she amazing. She's like she's like a I know. blonde bronze goddess, and I look like yeah. a feta cheese block. Oh, stop. <laughs> with a with a heat rash and eczema. <laughs> Zima. Gray hair because my hairdresser put a little bit too much of the wrong toner and now I look like I have gray hair. I don't care what anybody says. You're beautiful just the way God made you, Irene. God didn't make me like this. Uh, God well. made me a beautiful baby and I turned out like this. These, these are, this is what <laughs> this, the life choices This is the manifestation of your yeah, living your best is, life looks like. Five years of living my best life. So good. <laughs> so, Corey, you, t- okay, tell us a little bit about your background. Tell us a little bit about your journey that has brought you to where you are today because I, it, you're, it's fascinating where, where you've gone. Yeah. So give us a little bit of insight. Tell yeah, us sure. about dental. Your company is called Dental Solutions Assess. Is that right? So the company that I own is called Custom Dental Solutions. Okay. And we provide private practice ownership solutions. So basically business solutions and coaching and we do that all around culture. So that's where kind of the assessments come in from personality assessments. We do a lot of emotional intelligence coaching, things like that. So my journey to get there though, obviously has been, you know, a few, a couple, a couple decades. I'm not, you know, just out of school by any means, but I am a dental hygienist. That is my background. And I've always been a little bit different. I knew I would be in the business sector. I knew I'd be um, in the non-clinical world. And so um, kind of, you know, practice clinically, but this is the third dental business that I've owned. And I just love serving the dental industry in that capacity. And through some personal journeys, just kind of discovered a little bit more about like, what was my why? You know, what is my how? How do I function? And what makes me successful? Or what makes me not successful? Or what brings me joy? And especially going into dental practices and talking to dental teams all the time, especially now post-COVID, we have a lot of really unhappy and unfulfilled people. And so trying to help them either find the right fit for them in the practice and finding things that bring them joy, or perhaps they need to look at something else in their life and in their career. I mean, think about it just if we look at the profession of dental hygiene, how many different people do different things within the profession. Mm -hmm. You know, not everybody is a clinician. Or some people are educators, some people are in sales, some people work in practices where, you know, they are more slower paced, some people like to be in a more fast paced environment. So some of those types of things have have really, um, for me, really been an eye opener to just really verify who I am and how I just continue to grow as a person and then how I can help our clients in that way. And I'm really fulfilled by doing that. So I love sharing that with others in our dental world. So that's, so were you, were you interested in this assessment? Dis, you do disc assessment. Is that you correct? Do, yes. Is mm-hmm. that, were you interested in that before you began this company or started this company or did that just evolve after? Yeah, it kind of evolved. So, you know, some of it, like I had owned a dental staffing company for many years. And so a lot of that, you know, is matchmaking. How are you going to find the right replacement team member to fit that office? And a lot of it was just good luck. You know, I had a good gut. I can read people really well. I think that's something as dental hygienists, we are trained to do. We are trained to kind of build rapport and we're trained to try to gauge the crowd and, you know, feel the vibe of a patient in our chair. And so I think I kind of use a lot of those skills um, naturally. And then also just, you know, learning 
So I had a successful dental staffing company. And then when I opened my eyes to like, wow, if you really learn more specifics about people, their body language, listening to what motivates them, then you really are going to look like a genius, Corey, because you're putting people in the right environment versus I'm not going to send a dental hygienist to a community public health clinic to work if, if she's not driven by altruistic behavior and she needs to be or he needs to be in a more of a production based or practice or something like that. So I kind of started the search and started seeing, seeing the science work because I'm a skeptical person by nature. I mean, we have science degrees, you know, most of us have our BS in science and that's where we start. And it's like, show me the science behind this. I don't want this to be some like little assessment in the back of my Cosmo magazine. Where I'm just, you know, <laughs> circling, circling stuff and saying, oh, well, I'm a this or I'm a that. And, and even now people get a little wonky about labels. And I'm not, it's not about the label. It's about having a basis of who you are and what drives you forward. And not that it's permanent either. Sometimes people can look at those assessments and say, hey, this is something about me I really want to improve upon or I really want to work on. I mean, especially in the department of like emotional intelligence, that's super buzzing right now. In fact, I'm this morning I'm writing, finishing up a journal that we're going to do in our private Facebook group, um, a 30 day challenge where we're working on our emotional intelligence. And so it's like, we can change. We, our brains are elastic. We can continue to grow and change and evolve. So I think sometimes when people hear personality assessments, they get a little concerned, like I'm going to be boxed into something. And, you know, like yesterday I talked with a hygienist who said she didn't get a a specific professional job because she took a personality assessment and they said, Mm -hmm. oh, well, you took this and you're not what we were looking for. And so I think they can be used negatively too, to, you know, make somebody feel inferior when that's not the way it should be approached. You shouldn't be labeled. Let's let's break it down for people like myself who understand that there is something out there that tests what your personality is, but has never done it before. I've never done a DISC assessment before. I mean, I've heard of them and I know that there are different uh, sections and, you know, your personality is is obviously different than everyone else's, but D-I-S-C is four yeah. quadrants of a circle, like, and then each one of those quadrants. Four quadrants of a circle. <laughs> Wait, is that not a thing? Am I wrong? No, just keep we'll going. going. <laughs> we'll go with it. We're going to go with it. You just keep four quadrants, four quarters of a circle. Oh, I don't know what's happening here. All I right. see this is the dental of the quadrants of the mouth, which oh, is the circle. No, no, you're fine. You're fine. And I... <laughs> I think it's great. I think we just found the name of the episode. <laughs> Four quadrants of a circle. That can work. That can work. No, oh, it, it, it's okay. Stupid. So tell tell us what 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 disc what a disc sure. assessment totally. is and what a personality assessment looks like. Sure, and I'll I'll, I'll even start a little bit even before that. So there are yeah, so yeah. many different ones out there that utilize. Um, a questionnaire type of format and you answer questions, which you're supposed to do in a non-biased environment. You're supposed to um, answer them to your initial first response versus overanalyzing or thinking you, you should respond because you think an employer needs to hear something or whatever. Mm -hmm. And so let me just preface it by saying that we don't want bias. We want you to be honest and just take them, but they're almost all questionnaire form and they take about 30 minutes. Um, There's disc, there's Myers-Briggs, there's Colby, there's all kinds of different ones. And it seems like, you know, there's always something fun popping up. 
Um, for me, again, I always want to know what the science is behind whatever program I'm going to endorse. So, um, you know, that's a whole nother episode. But so if we look at the disc, which is the one that we primarily use, and we use that alongside with something called driving forces. DISC is the behavior style that's observable. Those are the observable behaviors that we see in people. So we see someone like myself. I talk fast-paced. That's my style. Katrina also talks fast-paced. That's her style. So we can observe but wait, that. But what's my style? <laughs> <laughs> You're going to be taking one of these. Uh, automatically, today. automatically so- <laughs> judging because she's like, well, clearly Irene doesn't work in the group. Well, she uh, know. clearly Irene doesn't know what a quadrant of a circle was. so no those are that's just an example of something that we can observe so that's what disc is d is um showcased as a dominant style that that some people show in more results orientation their pace is is faster um they're able to make decisions they approach challenges and problems and people a little more aggressively and then you have the I style, which is your heavy influence. Those are people that are um, a little bit more magnetic, a lot of positivity, probably a lot of Irene rolled into that. And, and so, you know, you see that kind of a style. Those people are also a little bit more faster paced and prefer rapid information. Um, the sky is gray. They almost always see the sky blue. They're always happy. Um, your S style. <laughs> All of the above except for the last one. <laughs> well, well, you get the point. Yeah. Then your S, your S style are your steady eddies. Those are your predictable be- people that are very um, team oriented. Um, we see a lot of people in that S style in dentistry. They love to really? serve people. Yeah, hmm. a lot in a lot of S's and I's in hygiene in particular. Mm-hmm. And those S's really are they're great listeners. They are very, um, very much positive about, um, again, the team environment, family values, um, a little more moderately paced. They want to process things a little bit more than just impulsively jump into something. We see our C styles. Those are our compliance. Those are our analyticals. Those are the people that my husband. are looking at the, the fact. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> and I always use the example of an accountant for that style. It just makes so much sense. They're usually fact finders. If you know, we use that terminology too. Those are people that are also um, they really want the rules. Now, what that doesn't mean is like you know they're not rebels or whatever. They want to know what the perimeters are, whether they're making the rules or keeping the rules. They want to know those. So those are again those observable behaviors we see. And in those C styles too, we see their pace is a little bit more moderately paced to slower pace. So when you find out those basics, when you look at a team dynamic or a relationship dynamic, you mentioned your husband, you know, I look at that within our, our, my own marriage. It makes so much sense when you see where somebody's kind of where they're coming from. It just really saves a lot of conflict. Mm-hmm. I know this about somebody. I know that their style is X, Y, and Z. Then it helps me understand them and meet their need and vice versa. And then you can meet in the middle. So I, I find this to be really cool because it's pretty understandable. Most people are familiar with it. It's very observable. But taking it to the next level, when you talk about what drives and motivates a person, that is a game changer. So much joy in seeing people get their aha moment like, oh, my gosh, no wonder I'm so drawn to community health. No wonder I'm so drawn to sales. No wonder I didn't want to stay clinical as a hygienist. You know, and, and it really, really, it's really fun to see people get that aha moment 
or say on the flip side, I can tell I'm in the wrong environment. I'm in the wrong relationship or I'm in the wrong office if we're looking at dental practices. Um, you know, even sometimes our owners will get those aha moments and be like, why was I driven to be an owner? I don't have, I'm not driven that way, but you know, maybe somebody was out in, outside was influencing them and, and they have to make a decision. Like I have to bring in a stronger person or a stronger leader to help me. Cause I don't have this natural drive to do that. So we, that's a lot of what we do. And, and that's a lot to, I know, package all together in just a short podcast, but it's a journey of learning yeah. too. Not like you just what get about, this assessment and you're what like, about fears. what about fears? I mean, fears are also someone's driver too. So yeah, people Does that work get worked in. Yeah. So with our assessments, you can definitely see the people that are going to, you know, in the way they respond, they're going to be more fear-based in their responses. So we see that in our disc, our C styles, our, our heavy analyticals are more fear-based. Our S's are more fear-based. We see our D's and our I's are a little bit more impulsive and maybe, you know, jump now, ask questions later. So fear wouldn't be as much of a, a factor for them. Basically my motto, say yes and figure it out. <laughs> like, I feel like I've and then you're cursing yourself. Times. It's like midnight and you're trying to figure out how to do it. Going on to YouTube. Like, why did I promise myself? Why did I, did? I promise someone oh, I would help geez. them make their own personalized <laughs> gifty? <laughs> right, right. And I think, oh, you know, sometimes cool. too, when we're, our motivators can change depending on where we're at in our life too. Right. You know, you think about that too. Sometimes you're going to be more are you going to be fear-based if you're a single parent and deciding to quit a job and take another one? I think everybody is dependent. It doesn't matter what personality style you have. You might be a little bit more concerned about, okay, did I make the right choice or, you know, whatever. So I, I think that fear is one of those more of an emotional intelligence type of concern and reaction that sometimes we have, because I'm very impulsive too, but there are times where I do have fear-based emotion, emotional responses to different things that happen in my life. And I have to logically say logic over emotion core, you know, just right. don't let the fear, don't feed the fears. Or is it something that keeps reoccurring in my life where I need to feed the fear because it's a protection mechanism that's coming up in my life too. I love that because, you know, and Irene and I were actually just talking about this before, uh, you know, we hopped on to this podcast recording today that you know, emotional intelligence and, and having that understanding of like, <clears throat> I'm approaching this from a fear-based position. Um, why am I feeling these emotions? You know, I, I, Irene and I are both millennials. Like we, we weren't really taught a lot of that, even kind of growing up from a foundational standpoint. It was like uh, either, you know, you talk too much and you distract others and that would be like what was put on your report. You know what I mean? And you're like, yes. I'm an I and that's why, you know, yes. but, or, you know, it was like, this is good. And you get rewarded for this behavior. This is bad. And you get put into timeout. And there wasn't a lot of, of foundational understanding about why am I feeling this way? Why am I reacting this way? Um, and I think, too, as women, uh, we are there. There, We got to listen to our gut a lot more, you know, than we do sometimes. Like there, there are certain reasons why we get a, a certain layer of emotions or feelings. And so I think to have that emotional intelligence and to understand that is huge. Um, I mean, I'm even thinking about times in a dental practice. Um, I, I, I was working with a, a hygienist that I consult with a couple of days ago, and she was telling me it, it was really upsetting to her because 
she had done comprehensive perio charting on a patient doctor comes in <clears throat> and is looking at a tooth and asks, you know, what's the pocket depth in this area? And the hygienist says it's a four. And then the doctor like shoves the probe in there. We, you get, we all know, you know what I mean? Like 100% breaking that epithelium, right? Epithelium going right through the epithelium. It was really <laughs> nice knowing you while you were around, you know, go, you know, going down, you know, and the patient like flies out of the chair. Yeah, yeah, totally. Yeah, overangulating, whatever, you know, patient flies out of the chair, you know, and then the doctor's like, "Mm, that's a six, you know, like right in front of the hygienist. And, you know, there's some hygienists that will be like, oh, okay, like, sure, I'll change that to a six. And then there's some hygienists that like, I don't know, like it just their blood boils with that. It shows again, the dimension of a person, right? We're not just one piece of the puzzle. We're, We're body, soul and spirit and, and environmental and all these different things factor into one thing. And so I'm going to use Katrina's example too of that interaction between doctor and hygienist when it comes to probing and charting and so forth. You took two weeks of perio in dental school. Like, really? Uh (laughs) And so how do you respond to that? But then they don't have the emotional intelligence to keep their mouth shut either or to say something. And so when we do the full scope, yes, we see those behavioral differences or, or similarities. And then when we see the emotional intelligence, we'll say like, in that example, that particular doctor doesn't have a lot of social awareness. That's not something that they understood like, wow, I should not have done this in front of the patient and the hygienist in this manner. I don't think naturally to that this should, uh, this offended this person or this was terrible or now her blood is boiling. Like they, um, many of them are just very, very non-aware. You have to incorporate words. You have to incorporate the direct communication instead of stewing and letting it all sit inside. And that's, what's nice again about doing them as a team and being Mm -hmm. able to have that communication as a team, everybody's accountable, whether you're flashing, you know, little signs, we use a dial up and a dial down sometimes when it's like, look, you're, I'm not, you're not meeting my need or you're too much right now. You know, and even my own team does that to me when I I'm going and going and going and going and I'll get this, dial it down chica you're like you physically do the like dialing in the air wow we'll dial down i'm gonna do that to irene (laughs) dial it down you gotta dial it down i feel like i feel like i would get offended if someone did that so you won't be offended if you're all on the same page in the same agreement with the same method like you know what but it bugs me when someone says calm down or relax yeah no don't say that to me yeah no Right. Like, for example, I was walking Lou the other day, Lou's my toy poodle, and we have like this dog park that we go to. And there was a woman who was with her dog and her dog was pooping. And she, uh, and so did Lou, like at the same time, it's like the morning poop. And I, you know, I cleaned up. And after coffee, walking. it's a, yeah, right. we're all there. Yeah, yeah. After <laughs> coffee and, and a brisk, like water with lemon and a little cayenne. Yeah. Absolutely. A tablespoon of your apple cider vinegar, it's going to come out. So, uh, so I started walking towards the disposal area and then I saw the lady like starting to walk away. So I asked her if she needed a bag. Like I didn't like, hey, Karen, are you going to clean up your dog's poop? Like a lot of people would have done that. And I was like, hey, do you need an extra bag? I noticed that you don't have a bag. And she told me to calm down. She's like, calm down. I'm getting one. But she really wasn't getting one. She was walking away. Oh. I feel like that is the equivalent of someone going <laughs> with the dial down to me. It it, you know what, angry. though? There are two different situations when you're in a team environment. Yeah. You're all on the same page. In a public environment like that, this is what I would say. And this is what I'm coaching my teenage daughter on right now. Just because, again, we aren't taught this. 
we're taught, you know, to either stuff emotions or you're just a crazy teenage girl, you can do whatever you want. The thought of not letting somebody have power control over your emotions, over your response. Mm. They can say and do whatever they want. If she wants to say, calm down and, you know, even scream at you or, you know, swear at you or whatever she, you know, whatever, however it could be, that's on her. That's not something I'm personally, you know, is speaking for you. That's not something I'm going to take into my day. I'm not going to take away from it. I'm just going to keep moving. Like this isn't something, if that's her response, that's her. She owns it. I will not take that emotion on myself. And this is something we have tremendous problems with in dental practices because we have, oh, our assistant's jacked up about something today. Well, all of a sudden now we're going to take that emotion on with us too and be jacked up too. And as women, we are really good at this. We, we kind of get together, we coffee tap talk, we drink <laughs> wine and brew ha-ha. And so we're taking in everybody else's emotions. And how is that serving us? It's not serving us. It's not healthy. And it's not growing us professionally. It's not growing us personally. It, you know, all of a sudden, before you know it, everybody's angry with their husbands at the end of the day, or everybody's ticked off about this. And it's like, wait a minute, wait a minute. If I go back to logic, I don't remember being mad at my boss. Why am I mad at my boss? Oh, I'm mad at my boss because Jackie, the assistant's mad at the boss. And, you know, and so we can Mm. all really, that's the biggest thing that I think we can really learn from that ground level of emotional intelligence is emotions are not wrong. Responses are what's wrong. What Mm. is your response? You know, and for most of us, we want to be in control. So I always flip it around to that control side. Why would you let someone, why would you give your control to someone else? No, no, no. I'm in control of my own emotions. I'm in control of my own decisions on how I'm going to respond and how I'm going to react to this in, this information that's coming at me. And I can tell you once you master that or try to master it, because I'm not always a master, it is so fulfilling in life to be in control of your own emotions. You're going to go farther professionally. You'll go farther personally. Um, I mean, I think back to myself as a young dental hygienist, and some of my behavior is appalling. Yeah, me too. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And I just thought I could get away with it because I was the dental hygienist of the office, and we are going to be implementing this. I don't care if anybody else doesn't like it. I, you know, (laughs) am the hygienist of the the year, you know? And I think we are very guilty of that in our Mm -hmm. profession, and we get away with it because our doctors are usually easygoing like well that's Corey she's a diva it's okay well she mm. is really well for me so we'll allow that behavior yeah. we'll allow the toxicity or you know okay I mean I had a hygienist yesterday just throw her hands up in this office meeting and just say there's just so much change I just I just can't handle it and she walked out and I well, and I said why are we allowing her to walk out why are we allowing her to say this is just too much change no sit down. What is it that is creating this fear for you right now that you're causing too much, that you're feeling the change? Can we write it down for you? Can we write down the new system for you? Can we record it for you? You want to hear it? Like we're going to meet your need, but you will not dictate to the other five hygienists in this room what is going to happen. And that was she a C then? The need is not her style is she's a combination of an I and an S. So most an I and an S. An I and an S. So these those types of people are strong emotions, strong feelers, strong people people. So for her don't like change. Not a big fan of change. Exactly. Studies don't like change. 
<clears throat> so, Corey, um, you had mentioned earlier in kind of answering Irene's dog poop story um, about um, being in public and not really being able to have control over that. And I, and one hundred percent, I acknowledge that. And I, I love what you said about not holding on to other people's emotions. I think that's, um, you know, a really difficult thing right now. Uh, there are a lot of emotions happening. You'd mentioned it earlier. We're going through a pandemic. You know, just I mean, people are fired up. There are a lot of uh, layers to that. One of the things that I wanted you to touch on, if you don't mind, <clears throat> is I've worked in some offices where we we do disc profiling on ourselves, and then we can actually evaluate a patient's disc profile mm -hmm. when they come in. So when we have a conversation with the patient about, you know, treatment planning, et cetera, it's like, you know, before the doctor comes in the room, it's like, they're a D, you know, and so then doctor kind of knows, okay, this is how I'm going to approach this communication style. So can you talk a little bit about the fact that this is kind of another layer with these patients and, and, and how your team works with that. Yes. Oh, I love that. So yes, once we work with the teams to get really solid and fluid in the language of using DISC, <clears throat> and sometimes even they can learn what motivates a patient too, then we can track that into what you were mentioning too. Being able to prep um, the team for who you're serving and being able to really meet the, the needs of the patient by whom you're serving. So um, a couple different things that we'll utilize starting right away with the phone. You know, when that patient calls, what questions are they asking? Are they asking questions, you know, let's, let's go back to the fear-based. Are they asking more fear-based questions? Um, you know, let's use COVID as our example then. Someone calls our practice. Are you, oh, okay, you are open during COVID? Yes, we are. Okay, what, what have you done differently that um, when I come in, you know, should I come in now? Should I come in in two months? You know, someone kind of leading me in that kind of conversation to me is going to probably tell me they're probably a C trait personality, mm -hmm. them S. And so I'm going to slow my conversation down. I'm going to put my attention to them. I'm going to not talk as fast paced. I'm not going to present them. Oh, everything's fine. Just come on in. I'm not going to be yeah. that day. Yeah. Or, you know, I don't know, you know, we're just not going to just be casual. We're going to try to meet their need and answer them directly. Mm -hmm. So that's, and we start right away with that phone call. Then, you know, let's say we have the opposite. We have somebody who's just like calls and they're excited that we're open. Yeah, I can't believe it. Um, you know, that you guys are open. I'm so excited. I'm coming in. My teeth just look so crappy. I just can't wait to get them shined up. Okay, that's probably a, an eye style, somebody who just can't wait to come in and socialize and get their teeth clean so that they're even whiter than they've ever been before. They're maybe not going to ask about the rules or what you've changed in your PPE or anything like that. And so you can, again, great, we'll get you scheduled and then we'll schedule you with a hygienist who you're going to enjoy conversation with. Mm -hmm. And so, you know, some, you know, you kind of start matching people in that way or you have your D style call. Well, this COVID thing is all a joke anyway. It's probably not even real. <laughs> <laughs> really? And do you have issues with conflict when there are many people that are of the same disc profile? So secret sauce, meaning there's a couple ways that we can look at that. So some, you know, the old saying birds of the feather flock together. And that the cool thing about that is when you have people that are all very similar, you're driven most likely by the same things too. Lots of magic can happen in that space. So when you have quote conflict, it's going to happen because you have, let's, let's use a strong personality trait. Let's say that we have some strong D's in, in some mixes of I's and they're all, they're all together on the team. These are highly driven people. 
So it's fun because you're working in, an, in a continually changing environment and you're constantly moving, you're constantly, you know, doing your value system, you're high resourceful, you're making money, you're doing all these things. So when someone has an idea someone else may not care for, you're going to have a pretty direct conversation. It's going to be conflictual. But if you're in the right emotional intelligence space, it's not like you're taking it home and you're crying your tears out. You understand you're working with people that are just as strong as you and they got your back, you got, you got theirs and you're moving forward. You know how to approach those people because they're just like you. They're similar. So I, I personally know at this point in my career what I like to work with. I know what types of doctors I like to work with and the offices I attract. And I'm blessed at this point to not take every client either because I know who I can serve. So with that being said, I think we need to do that too when it comes to creating a secret sauce for our personal life is we need to find who we mesh the best with. Mm-hmm. You know, back in the day, I used to say, well, I'm a type A hygienist. I need to work with a type B doctor because I need to run the show. And I didn't understand personality or assessments or emotional intelligence at the time, but that makes that made a lot of sense to me. However, as I've matured and I've grown, I want to work with people stronger and smarter than me. It's enjoyable. It's a challenge. It brings me great fun. I don't want to be the one quote in charge. Well, I better yeah. do that. I want to be in charge. Mm-hmm. So I think that, I hope that's answering your question, Irene, to the secret sauce is you've got to find, you have to decide what you want. Do you want to be with people like-minded and really rock and roll and find a lot of enjoyment from that? But understand there's going to be conflict because these are driven people. Or do you want to be with people that you're the queen of it all and maybe they're just going to go along with whatever you want. It's neither one is good or bad, but it depends on what you want. You know, to the obvious point, a well-rounded team is a mix of different styles too. Yeah. You know, it just depends on where you have people. And that's where, again, we get a little stuck because sometimes people look at someone like that has like a DC personality and they're very task driven. And if they don't understand that they can be, annoyed that this person won't socialize or won't they don't view them as kind or engaging and, and that's truly just not their natural style but they're great at sterilizing instruments yeah and they're and they're great and, and so you look at a team environment you need somebody to do that you need someone to be the, the the a to z kind of person in the sterilization room but then that's why so many again of our our providers in the hygiene department are usually high social you know they need that that exchange and that um engagement. And so a well-rounded team does have a mixture of everybody. Um, and I will say that is, is great. I think sometimes um, it depends on what our goals are in life. And I think if our goals are to be at a certain place, we do need to identify what we want to work with and what we can handle. Um, I guess maybe that sounds kind of you know, possessive or snobby for me at this no, point, not at all. I just don't want to, um, I just know what styles I like to work with and which yeah. ones I don't. And I don't feel at this place in my life either that right. I want to waste time yeah. or I want to be around something that's not growth minded. Yeah. Um, you know, and a lot of times we'll have doctors and I have one right now. Um, I actually advise him to not sign his contract after we got more involved I don't believe I'd be the right consultant fit for him. Really? Mm-hmm. <laughs> and I know that's ridiculous. I'm losing money by saying that. Yeah. But the reality is, is I'm not going to be successful in his practice. Really? No. Why do you think that is? 
um, I will drive him crazy and he will drive me crazy because of your personality types. Yes. Now, again, I have a team of people, so it's, I can defer to someone else to work or be the lead on that particular practice. That's that sometimes we do do that. Hmm. I just don't think my style is going to work with his style. Neither one of us are good or bad. It mm-hmm. makes sense for me to say, you might be better served working with another consultant. I can give you a list of people that would maybe meet your needs a little bit more. Um, I just, I found my sweet spot. I know at this point mm-hmm. what I want to do and I know how to grow a business. Yeah. Um, I've been so doing can- it for 20 years. As we know in dentistry, we're in such a relational oriented profession. Right. So whatever we do in the practice does come home. It does. It comes home and it affects our spouses. It affects our partners, our children. It affects everything. And so if you're coming home and you're exhausted emotionally or you're coming home and you're, you're just not a joyful person, you're bringing it home. Mm-hmm. So, you know, it's one of those things if you know more about yourself, you know about those around you and then your spouse too, it just all the pieces fit together really nicely. And it's just so much more fulfilling and, and not that you know, even though I would say at this point, I mean, I have all my certifications. I feel like I'm an expert and I definitely would consider myself to be that way. I still screw up sometimes too. Mm-hmm. I know I married someone who's a high S. They don't like change. I have an, an 8% for my S. Change mm-hmm. is like exciting to me. How much more change can we do? Yeah. So sometimes I have to try to, okay, we have an 80 point discrepancy between my change meter and his change meter. Am I going to be a jerk today and not give a care what he thinks? Or am I going to be more kind and and be a little bit more nurturing and loving as I bring him into my change world? Or do I just not reveal all the change Corey has in her brain right now? You know? That's so funny. Chris feels the same way about me. He, he, finds, my exce- he finds me exhausting when I talk well. about the things that I want to do. It took us five years of planning to be able to open the dental office. Five years of financial planning, of putting it in a business plan on paper. But see, for that, him but to a, be comfortable with it. And but for me, it was like, I would have signed that loan paper immediately. Yeah, and but you know what? That's the beauty of the balance. That's yeah. the beauty of the balance. It's opposites attract. Maybe, maybe, you know, the five years was exactly the, the timing you needed. Whereas people like you and I, that maybe wanted it in five months, something huge would have happened. I mean, I don't know. We were opening tight. during a global pandemic. Having a couple of years head start would have been nice. Just saying. Really quickly, there are so many different personality um, profiling systems that are out there. Um, I mean, you've talked about the DISC, you know, the MBTI um, there was a, remember there was like a gem one that people were doing where they're yeah, like, I'm an yeah. emerald. Forgive me for being such an emerald about this or whatever. What? And you're like, okay. Yeah, like your birthstone? Um, yeah, I don't know. Like it's, there was a gem like, thing an and opal? now I don't, I don't know, honey bunny, but then there's the, the Enneagram, which is kind right. of the new, and I, I'm, I'm a total geek for Enneagram. I, I'm like kind of hippy dippy when it comes to like looking into the Enneagram. And then of course, I mean, I've even seen from a professional standpoint, some consultants using the five love languages, which is, Mm -hmm. you know, um, so what are your thoughts on, you know, integrating some of these? And I know you said that you utilize a lot of the science to be able to select, you know, and kind of move forward with, with which personality typing you're using, but 
a, a lot of individuals I would imagine that you work with come in and they're like, oh, I've already, you know, I'm physical touch and I'm an Enneagram yeah. four and you know what I mean? So they already yeah. know all of their typing. Yeah. Do you utilize any of that information to help understand a little bit more about that individual within a practice? Yes. So even though we, obviously we sell the disc, we sell the driving forces and the EQ. And so most, they, that comes with our clients packaging. And obviously some, you know, people have used other things and they come in with other things. Um, I have, you know, I do some stuff with strength finders too. I think that's a mm-hmm. great, a great little mm-hmm. tool. Um, I don't consider it a personality assessment specifically. Um, and I think it's just a rah rah feel goody goody. And that's fine for some cases, but if you really want to garnish change and you really want to understand your best life, you got to dig deeper than something like a strength finder, in my opinion. And even same with Enneagram too. Um, and I can, you know, I can talk the talk and I can look at it with people, but by the end of the day, they're, they're definitely getting our assessments. I mean, when, and I'm going to send them to you guys too, when you guys take ours and you look through your results, you're going to see why it just makes so much more sense to learn that about yourself. And then again, like I mentioned with the science, um, I want to see the studies. I want to see the white papers. I don't want to be an emerald (laughs) You know, or someone say, oh, forgive me for that. You know, I I definitely want to have that science background. And our doctors and our hygienists are scientists, and they want to see that too. And when they see it in motion and they say, oh, my gosh, this is a mirror reflection of totally who I am, it makes so much sense for them. But, um, you know, I I can use other things, but I just personally have found, and I've used cultural index too in the past, I've just personally found this to be the most accurate and the most understandable too. Sometimes like I think Myers-Briggs really gets in the weeds and people are like, what the heck is this? You know, mm-hmm. you don't want to get so out of touch that you can't implement it into your practice because you want to implement this into your practice. You want to be able to look at somebody and say, oh, right now that person, yeah, the person in my sterilization room is a CD. It does, they don't care if I walk by and don't say hi. They don't care. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But if you have someone in your sterilization that's a 80% I, I'm going to walk by and be like, hey, hey, Irene, what's up? How's it going? How's it going today? You know, and so you know how yeah. to react. And it's so funny. It just and makes it, such a huge change in your in your experience, in your work, and in your personal life. But um, no, I, I, I'm hands down pleased with what I've certified in. I think that makes the most sense. But you're right. There's so much buzzing right now. So and, Go ahead, if Irene. I walk by the CD as an ID <laughs> and say, hey, girl, what's up? Is the CD going to feel like I'm micromanaging? <laughs> no, probably Because I do that. She's, she's working away, and I'll walk by just to go to the kitchen and grab a glass of water. I'm like, hey, girl, how's it going over here? Because that's me. But is she going to be like, oh, this bitch is just always over my shoulder? <laughs> <laughs> no, no. So, I mean, again, not knowing how much I she has or has not in her personality really determines how sensitive yeah. she is. So as, as terrible as that sounds, everyone needs a test. Yeah, everyone yeah. needs a test. And I, I mean, me up before, my, before my office starts to have, we don't have any drama yet because nobody really knows each other, which is great. <laughs> I love it. Everyone's new. No one knows each other. There are no expectations. That's but awesome. I can ruin that so fast. <laughs> like I am the queen of ruining things. I will ruin all of these beautiful human beings by getting them to know each other. Right now, I'm just keeping them all in different rooms. They're all right, separate. Right, right. <laughs> you no, don't you go should, over there. Don't no, cross that line. No, you do assessments because then you know who you've hired and if it's truly what your expectations are. And not only that, they can grow together or there's probably going to be a couple people that aren't going aren't to last. Maybe they don't buy into your philosophy or they don't buy, buy into you and that's okay. Then you'll understand why instead mm-hmm. of, 
instead of being like, why the heck did that person leave? I mean, I spent years doing that too. Like that person doesn't work for me anymore. That jerk. Why does it work for me? I'm a great boss. You know what? No, it's not the right fit. And that's okay. And when you get to that place to be comfortable with that, it's just so much peace too. Seriously. Mm -hmm. So much peace. And even, I mean, we can talk later, Katrina too, about dating, but gosh, even that world, man, just understanding this just is not the right fit for me or they're not the best fit for, you know, whatever it could be. And that, I mean, release these people to go find what is the best partnership for them because the right one for you is just around the corner. It's like you just have that. Do well, thank these, you for saying they're these, right around the corner. I don't know. <laughs> do these dating they sites are. use some of the, so Chris and I met on a, a website called match.com. I don't match, think match does, but I think some match of them doesn't. There was a percentage though. We were an 89, 98% match. What? Because you both picked the notebook as your favorite movie. Come I on. don't know. That's, that's why no, I that's, asked. That's, see, that's <laughs> yeah. the thing. Yeah. Th- those, those, type of dating sites aren't like that. I mean, my, my profiles just say like, I'm an ENFJ. I'm an Enneagram three. I'm a you know, <laughs> high. I with are just laying it all out there. Why Fried not? Trip emoji and lay it all out. Yeah. Because I'm sorry if that like scares you, then just don't match with my profile. Sorry about it. I also want to know, I do screen right away. Like, you know, what, what was your most recent period charting date? And can you have that emailed to me? Thank you. Oh, that's, that's totally legit. You need to. That's what I'm saying. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Do you, I mean, do you do wonderful. this in Canada too, or just in the U S we have had requests in Canada. We have given assessments in Canada, but we have not come to physical so Canada. You can't help me is what yeah, you're saying. Yeah, I oh, can. you can. Oh, okay. Take assessments. Yeah. That's all. Yeah. But I mean with the hiring part. Yeah. I can help you remotely for sure. Totally. Love that benchmarking. I love to, that for you. If I was yeah. an owner and I did not benchmark, I think it's wasting tons of money and just sh- sh- shooting into the dark who you think may work for you. Like that's right. uh, why. How much time do you spend yeah. bringing in the wrong person, training right. the wrong person, All getting your patients connected to the wrong person? Then you know the wrong person can be like a bad apple in the office, yes. stirring the pot for other employees and things like that. When really it just yeah. it wasn't a good match, and now here you are back at the beginning with hiring again. And then, exactly. but then, like the person that's hiring, I shouldn't be the person that's hiring for because I am fear driven by not having someone in the same in the role right away. Like I need someone here now. We're not even open, but I need someone here right now because, and then I'm trying to find someone that's me. Cause you know, we've all heard the, like, I wish I can clone myself. Well, yeah, I do right. wish I could clone myself, but maybe I don't need a clone of myself. Cause I might not be doing it as well as a different personality type might be doing it. Okay. Well, oh, that was amazing. Um, yes. I have learned so much about myself. I no longer want to be me. No, I no, always no, loved no. being me, and now I no longer want to be me. No, no, no. That is not else. the point. That is definitely not the point. The point is to embrace the amazing skill sets that you have and the things that you have not naturally grown or you don't want to grow in that are considered weaknesses. It's okay. It's totally okay. So smart leaders surround themselves with people who are smarter than them mm-hmm. and people who are better at things that you don't want to work on. So yeah, yeah, I, do, but I like that. Yeah, that's I cool. learned that like seven years ago when I was, you know, rebranding and consulting. I'm like, I hate dental insurance. I hate dental administration. So bring in people who are stronger and smarter and have better skill set than you. So some of our clients don't need me at all. Some of them just need an administrative overhaul. And I have 
somebody who can do that yeah. because I don't have to pretend. I don't have to fake. I don't have to be like, oh, I'm Corey. I can do everything. No, you really can't. Yeah. What I'm really good at is knowing your culture. What I'm really good at is hiring the best people for people. That's what I'm really good at. I'm not really good at talking about Perio. You want to talk about Perio? Then call Katrina. She gets excited about that. <laughs> I don't. I do. Let me tell no. you about the classification of the new and implant also. classification for AAP. <laughs> and there's periimplantitis and right? there's mucositis and there's all of the cytoses. Sissies. Sissies. Right. But that's oh. the point though, right? Yeah. That's her skill yeah. set. That's her strength. That's what she should be talking about. She, she likes that. She, I do you like, like, you that. like that, don't you? You I like do. when I talk perio to you. I do. Like, I'm getting, getting really excited. Talk yeah. all the microbes Kissy to bumpies. you. Yeah, it feels good. Right. I like oh it. Gosh. Corey, this has been so amazing. Yeah. I'm yeah. so Super happy. fun to meet we, you guys, we, too. We can talk about this I know. stuff. I know. For absolute ever, I propose that I do that test. Yeah, send me an email. Seriously, I am in office today, and... um I am. I want. I want to do. I want to do that test. I definitely want to get my team. Uh, team all hooked up with doing some you testing should. and figuring no, totally out should. how to do that. That'd higher. be really cool, especially to get that started from from the ground up. From the beginning, yeah. Some stand, set some standards there. All right. I love you so much. This was um, a lot of fun, guys. Thank you so much, Corey. Yeah, um, you know me. what we do, right? So we 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 end the show. We're called Two Third Air Podcast for a reason. We end the show. For the two-third dare, Katrina and I are going to rock, paper, scissors, as we always do. But I'll explain it first so Katrina can remind remind her how to do it. Remember how to do this, girl? Yeah. Yeah, no, I remember. It's one, two, three, and then you go. Yeah, just like that. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> I love you. Oh, um, you're just adorable. So you can think about, Corey, what you want to do if you want to dish out a tooth or a dare or if you want to accept a tooth or a dare. Ready, set, go. Rock, one, paper, two, scissors, three. shoot. Oh, we did the same thing. What does that mean? Oh, okay. are, we both of, are we both D's? Are we both I's? Oh, what does gosh, that mean? I don't know. I don't know. We're ready again. One, one, one two, two, three, three. three. Paper again. See? Oh, okay, okay, okay. Right, okay. One, two, two three. three. Rock. Why? Stop, Stop reading my me. mind. I read this. Ah. Is okay. Okay. Rock, paper, scissors, shoot. Okay. Damn, I won. I won. I'm a winner because I'm a D. I'm a winner. She is a D. Let's, She's a winner. You know what? Then let's go with dare. Oh, she picked or a dare. dare. Okay. Are you, before, before are you accepting send, a dare or are you dishing a dare? Hold on, in, guys. You guys are such ISs. Whoa. Okay. <laughs> in the meantime, before we figure out what we're doing on our tooth or a dare here, uh, I encourage you all to follow us on Instagram. You can follow me, Irene, at toothlife.irene. You can follow Katrina at the Dental Wine Genesis. Corey, where can people find you on Instagram? At C.E. Jameson Keel. C.E. Jameson Keel on Instagram. Uh, follow us on you know, all of those fun Facebook, yeah, all the Instagram, items. all of the items. We'll link Corey's info below. If anyone wants to get a hold of you, Corey, they'll just shoot you Perfect. an email um, or reach out to you on social media and get your profiling done. Let's do it. So did you think about what you want to do? Do you want to accept or dish out a tooth or a dare? I want to dish out a dare. I'm going to study you guys. Dish out. Oh, are you, wow. are you sure to dish out a dare. Are you accepting that, Katrina? Are you going to absolutely? Are you, gonna take, are you taking absolutely. it? Absolutely. Let's take, do are it. Are you going to take it like the C I U R? Yes. Yes. Absolutely. Well, I see. I'm a people pleaser. So yeah, absolutely. All right. What are we doing? I'm nervous. What are we doing, girl? All right. Oh, I'm, I'm sweating. I don't know why I feel like I'm sweating. In this. Why are you sweating? I don't know. I'm always sweating. And when things happen, I get dragged into them somehow. You drag yourself into them. I will say that. Okay. So 
So this is what I was thinking, and this is probably really bad. As the perio queen hygienist, Uh-oh. but you can't floss for a week. <gasps> what? Yeah. I can't. I can't floss for a week. Can yeah, I put anything else? Does not floss for a week. Can I put anything else in between my no teeth? Or I can proximal device for a week. Ew. <laughs> we can no longer be friends. She doesn't have to accept so does it. Does she have to do like a check in every day for a week, like day one of not cleaning between my teeth? Pretty sure yeah. I have periods. And I want her to, to do a little um, saliva analysis. I want to see a paper point of nastiness. I want the whole thing for a week. You're going to get gingivitis. <laughs> I already have You're gingivitis. Gonna <laughs> You're going to catch the gingivitis. Um, okay. Are you accepting this or not accepting this? She's going to find a way around it. She's clever. She's going to say, clever. I accept you. I accept this dare, Corey, but she'll put her fingernail or she'll rub her teeth or she'll do something. Yeah. I'm, I'm accepting this dare. And, <laughs> uh, All right. Okay. I'm going to get real creative. I can't floss and I can't use any interdental aids. Those yeah. are the parameters. No flossing and no interdental aids for seven days. Wow. Yeah. Okay. Seven days. We got seven days. Okay, peeps. Um, so if you want to watch Katrina um, earn gingivitis, she will be earning it well oh, over the next man. seven days. Um, <laughs> make sure to follow us on Instagram at 230.podcast to watch us there go down and reach out to Corey to get your disc assessment ASAP. And until next time, peace out, peeps. Peace. All right, we're back from the flippity flop. Is that what you call it? It's the flippity flip. Oh, the flippity flop. You gotta put it back in your throat, like flippity flip. I just realized realized something on the flippity flip. Corey said that she was going to send me a disc assessment. And, Corey, if you're listening to this, you never send it to me. You got to send well, the di- se- disc. Yeah, the D- disc assessment. Disc. Um, I, yeah, I kind of want to do this. I, I don't know how I should do this for my team because of COVID. Like, normally someone would come into the office and they do, like, a whole exercise. So, be interested yes. to shout out to Corey at customdentalsolutions.com and find out how yes. I can In Milwaukee, do something like Wisconsin. this for my team. Yeah, we have our first team meeting coming up, like our official oh. team meeting. Are you gonna run it? Yeah. What do you? What uh, are you no. gonna do? I'm gonna. No. I'm gonna let. I'm gonna let my peeps run it. I've given them all one task, so I'm gonna let them do their thing. I think I'm just gonna sit back and observe this one. I don't know. Okay. I've always been a part of team meetings where the boss or the doc handles it all, and it ends up just being a vent fest. Yeah. What's your experience with team meetings? Well, I work for a large corporation. So our team meeting, we like rent out the entire ballroom at the Orange Tree Resort <laughs> in Phoenix. Um, and there are like, you know, 200 of us in the ballroom. Okay, um, but before a- AZ Perio, because you haven't yeah. worked for AZ Perio your entire life. Yeah. Although it might feel true. like it. Yeah, it does feel like it. Um, you know, I would say, I, I agree. I think, you know, that, first of all, I admire you for even having a team meeting. I have I'm ha- I have to have a team meeting every month. But there's so many offices that don't that like literally never get together, never meet, never talk about it. Everyone's just a bunch of ships passing in the night and that's that's where you really run into problems with communication. Yeah. Um I would say yes in the other I don't want me- don't generalize though cuz I'm sure there are lots of peeps out there that work well together and don't need team meetings. But 110%. I mean, totally. I'm new. We're a startup. Totally. So, totally. But as things ch- like COVID and yeah. everything happening like 
as a team, you had to sit down and meet and go, what are the steps going to be? Or there had to be some way for us to disseminate information about how we're going to change patient protocols. Right. And, you know, a, a team meeting gives a chance for everybody to kind of sharpen the saw together and to really like kind of sit down and and, and work through some of the, the you know, bumps in the road. Um, yeah. So I, I, my biggest, I admire My biggest you. challenge now is growth. So I yeah. started doing some advertising on Facebook and within the last uh, 48 hours, I have 62 new patient leads. That's amazing. Um, I got 19 of them alone today. So it's That's like amazing. I, I'm not able to handle it all on my, on my own. So I really need my team to help me schedule yeah. all of these patients because I'm like up late and up early this morning I got up an hour early just to answer new patient messages which is craziness yeah, I mean knock on wood thank you if anyone yeah, wants to know how I problem. did it send me a dm but yeah no it's um it's that's one of my challenges is how do we manage new patient growth and to be efficient um yeah. Must be efficient. Must no, that's be so efficient. great. Anywho. That's so great. I'm, I'm, yeah, I'm really so, proud of you, Irene. Like, I, I, do you. you know, like, let's just like take a walk down our podcast memory lane. Like, when you were kind of freaking out to like Mark Costas, and you're like, "Am I gonna?" Blah. And now, like, here you are on the other side of this, just like killing on the it. flippity flip on of the it. flippity flip of it. Yes. Let's not let's not count our chickens before they hatch, because yeah. God forbid, last thing I need is another COVID shutdown and. Then it'll really be the icing on top of the cake of it won't happen. Sorts. No, let's hope you're not. gonna Anywho. you're gonna kill it, Irene. Okay, so I, Irene, I feel like this is the this is the episode where I like I'm not supposed to cleanse in between my dentitions. Yes, you're not allowed to floss. Like I I'm I guess I'm trying. So what do what happens when I get like rampant decay and perio? I mean, I'm all happily what do do I do? some SDF for you. I don't think it'll be rampant. I think Irene, it'll just like- I, I can't clean in between my teeth. So what am I? All right, this is what this is my plan. I'm going to perform a profi on myself tonight. How? You're in your living room. You're already drinking wine. I'm just going to do like a, a just a, a, you know, a profi How of do you sorts. have instruments at home? I have they're hand sterilized. instruments here. They're sterilized. They're yes, they're sterile. They're class yes. five indicator. Yes. They're not like... They are. Some of these like loose instruments in your top bathroom no, drawer. No, I don't. No, 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 I don't. Ha- no, no. Liar, I use those to like. Liar. I use I use those <laughs> to like loosen up knots in my lawn in my um jewelry. But oh, no, I, I like I, I legit have like instruments. Okay. So I'm gonna do a profi on myself real quick, real quick, real quick, and then I think what I'm going to do. How many is my days plan. do you have to not floss for? She said a week. I think. Yikes. And like, so what am I? Like, I don't understand. So I'm just going to, like, I'm literally going to get, like, gum infection and then. Yeah. I I, I mean, you're going to have the worst breath at dense fly. <laughs> no! <laughs> oh, no! Yes. You all guys! Of our, all of our dental peeps no. are going to be like, guys, what's going on with Katrina? She's got Ew. Carrie's breath. Ew, and I'm going to have, like, red wine stain, like, in between my teeth. <gasps> Irene. Peeps, 
thank you for hanging out with yes. us yet again. You know where to find us. And if you would love to register for Dense Life Serona World, we would love to see you. Yeah. It'd be cool. We could do like a watch party or a something. A watch party. Yes, I love that for party. us. Um, <gasps> so check out the details in the show notes and also in our bio. Uh, Densplicerona.com to sign up for Densplicerona. Densplicerona. Do 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 That was my song. All right, all right, everyone. See you later. Peace out, peeps. Cheers. Okay, ready? Here we go. Okay, wait, hold on. Why'd you ask me how I was and then stop? I know. I'm trying to understand. Okay. Hold on, I have well, to have a sip of. Okay, hold on, hold on. I have you to have can a have a sip of wine while I welcome everyone. Mm-hmm. I mean, I, I do the first like <sighs> ten seconds of talking. That's true. Okay, go ahead. God, I can't. I'm sorry. Hold on one second. I don't know what is going on, but there's like mass pandemonium in my effing neighborhood right now. Hold on. Go. God. Go do. Get it. Okay, paintball. Paintball. Darby. Darby, seriously? Mommy's trying to record a podcast. Okay, we're, we're good. We're good. We're better. <sighs> okay. Cool. And you're going to just gush blood. You're going to have such marginal gingivitis. Your margins you are going to so? be so red and like edematous. You Your think poor so? papilla is no longer going to be nice and pointed and stippled. You're just going to be all flabby and smooth and shiny and This enlarged. is so bad. I work in a perio office. Like, this is so bad. At least now, you I can, just, like, at least now you'll be able to, like, sympathize or empathize with your patients. I'm going to just schedule perio surgery for, like, next Monday, I think. You're just going to schedule a full mouth of like root to bride. You need a flap. Flat me. You need yes, flaps. Yes, just flap me. Yeah. Just I'll take some Halcyon and just lay in the chair and just flap me. Do they still make those perio trays? Is that a thing? Do they perio protect? That? Yes. Yeah, is yes. that still a thing? <gasps> Maybe I should do perio protect. Just walk around with perio protect in your mouth. That's a really good idea. Maybe I'll do that. What about if you... Well, no, don't do any like chlorhexidines and stuff. You'll just get way more stain. I'm gonna get a lot of stain. Um, I'll use my. If Katrina were to use my name in the Zoom, she would change it to something ridiculous, like Absolutely. one hot ginger at, or something. Was that your email address when you were in high school? Was it like one hot ginger at hotmail dot com? Uh, it was. Um cat one three five four because that was my <laughs> that was my aol i am like screen name thing you know oh that gosh. people could like i am me on you know yeah can you so. guess what mine was Ooh, let's see romanian goddess 52 no as a no? high school kid goddess i don't know i was so self-conscious no it was it was Tennis underscore pro one. Oh, that sounds that's accurate. I, yeah, yeah I would. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh, your <Yeah>, poor husband. <laughs> what do you mean? He, he does say that it's very quiet when I'm not home, <laughs> which I find as like endearing and Humble sweet. Man. But, but he's like, <laughs> I don't know if he's meaning like you talk a lot and you're very fast. But he says, you know, it's so quiet when you're not home. So I guess he doesn't talk to himself like I do. No, really not. I do. I have conversations with myself all the time. I do too. It's the best.
if we weren't recruiting right now, I would tell you my dating story of kissing somebody that I shouldn't have. No. What? We talk we talk about this stuff all the time. I mean, our, I don't know if you know our podcast, but it's definitely not known I listen, for being Yeah, PG. no, I listened to your podcast. It was fine. <laughs> I, I promise to share my story, but I'm just saying, like, during the dating years, and I, I kissed this guy, and I was like, is, do I literally taste keen? No. no. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. Just, yeah. yeah. See, and the, the problem is, like, you can't, oh, first of all, you tr- you try to screen for that, right? So, like, you're sitting there at coffee, and you're like, oh, and you try to get them to say a lot of, like, H words so that you can, like, try and, like, evaluate the perio breath, right? Yeah. <laughs> I know. And I, how I have a problem he- with, with hair, too. I hate hair. So, it's like, yeah, me how do you date in the winter when everyone's all, like, garbed up? Because I need yeah. to see, do you have back hair? Do you have hair tucked out? Yeah, yeah. Swimming at an indoor swimming pool. <laughs> First date, indoor swimming pool. <laughs> indoor shorts too. optional. That works too. Yeah, I know. I, I feel it out right there. now, Katrina. There's a lot of gross people out there. There are grossies, yes. You have Can to you imagine your husband pregnant. if you cloned yourself? You'd have the best life. Can ever. you imagine? <laughs> yeah, well, okay. Uh, that is be not on the podcast. No. <laughs> I'm going to edit that out. Shane, Sean, Shane, Shane, Sean, whoever, Sean, John. Less editing. Oh, she just side. she just pulled a D on yeah. you. No. Um, okay, <laughs> I know. Uh, um, yeah. To, to the viewers at home, I'm, I'm dialing. I'm dialing Irene uh, down. Okay. Okay. Um, I hear when I did. I'm a D. You're an I, and a C together we make. D. <laughs> 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 I don't know, I just sounded it out. Um, 